0: Hey, 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 it's your girl Talia, and I'm ready for you to invade my space. Welcome to Talia Space, y'all, we're we going to be talking about everything. You hear me? We're going to laugh, we're going to cry, and most of all, we're going to love on each other, y'all. Let's talk. What's up, my social media family? It's your girl, Talia. Welcome to Talia Space, y'all. I hope you guys have enjoyed my last couple of podcasts. Um, but tonight is going to be a little different. You guys, I got a guest on tonight. As you can see, it is my mother. So right now I want you guys, before we get into it, I want you guys to go ahead, go get your wine, go get your tea, go get your water, go get your Kool-Aid, whatever beverage that you're going to drink tonight. Go ahead and go and get it because we're going to talk down tonight, y'all. Okay, let's talk. You guys, welcome my mom out to Talia Space. Mom, welcome. Say hello to the people. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. You guys, this is my mother. Her name is Jarlene Glover for you, the ones who don't know, okay? So we're going to go ahead. We're going to get straight into this um, podcast. I got questions for her, y'all. She asked me before we went into this podcast, was it going to be like the little trick I played on her? But it's (laughs) not. Okay, it's not, it's not. I hate for uh, my aunties to be mad at me again. We ain't going to do that, okay? So my first question is, can you tell the people how old you are? I'm 79. 79 years young, okay? And so how does it feel
1: to be 79? Actually, it feels great because long ago I... Never would have thought that I would have made it to seventy nine. Wow, and and
0: why would you not think you would make it to seventy nine?
1: Well, we were growing up. That's an old age. It is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, so you know, back then that was an old, old. But now it's, it really is different. I feel really good.
0: It is different now because people are not making it to seventy nine. They're not even making it to thirty eight. You know, so I pray, me and my husband talk about it all the time, I pray that I have longevity like my mom and make it to 79 where I can see, because you've seen all of your kids grow up yeah. and their kids. So you've seen your grandkids and even your great-grands right, grow up. So that it is a blessing to be 79, um, especially in this world and in this era because they're not making it to that age. Right. Um, but you don't look 79. Do you got any? Well, thank you. <laughs> you got any tips for the people what they need to do to look good like you? Yeah.
1: Stay with God and trust God. Stay with God and trust, trust God. Trust Him.
0: Hey, that's what you need to do. Stay with God.
1: Trust God. Okay?
0: Mm-hmm. Trust Him and you'll make it to 79 and yeah. you may look this good. They say black <laughs> don't crack, but some of y'all black be cracking. <laughs> but we ain't going to talk about that. Dang what we talking about. So let's go back to your
1: youth. Can you tell us, where were you born and raised? I was born and raised in a little town called Itabena, Mississippi. Itabena, Mississippi. Look it up, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. It's on the
0: map. (laughs) And what was it like growing up in that era when racism was very prevalent? Because you was born in the forties, right? So what was it like growing up in Mississippi? Because we know Mississippi as being one of the areas where racism was really prevalent
1: at that time. Uh, it it really didn't bother me a lot because <laughs> I guess we lived on a plantation. Okay. And uh, my grandmom and granddaddy raised me. Uh, we I went to the field. I picked cotton. I chopped cotton. But... Uh, it didn't really phase me then. Okay, I wasn't. I guess kind of mixed. Mm-hmm. And we lived in the country. Actually, you know, during that time, uh, I went to school. I caught the school bus in the country. Okay, and <laughs> the white people children, I think they took theirs to school, mm-hmm. but we rode the bus. So, so
0: did they take them to school so they wouldn't ride the bus with y'all?
1: Probably. Okay. Because they kinda felt superior. Mhm. Yeah.
0: I get that. And the thing what's crazy is that we're still living in those you know, right. those days. Right. You would think that you've been in your born in the forties. I'm I've been born I was born in the eighties and then my children was born in the, you know, the two thousands and racism hasn't changed. You right. know, it's still the same, it's still prevalent and it's still um hurtful to see, you know. Yeah. So um, did you experience racism?
1: Not really. Okay. Not really. Uh <laughs> I guess I've kinda had the mind that I wasn't gonna let the the, the white people out the Caucasians we say now. Mm-hmm. you know, run over me as I Matter of fact, I worked at Baldwin's Piano Factory in Greenwood, Mississippi, for about nine and a half years. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had a little prejudice out there, but I just didn't stand for it. I just stood up for myself. I think that, and that's what is now
0: prevalent in these days. The, The black people that was back in slavery were not those same black people. Right. So... It's, it's not as easy to come upon us and say things now because right. now we are at a mindset where, like you said, we're standing up for ourselves. So right. we're not going to take um, anything from anybody, right. really, but especially going back to the slavery days. Um, so I know Dad marched with uh, Martin Luther King. Do you think that's why he was so adamant about voting?
1: Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs>
0: Dad will be so upset that we, didn't we did not vote. And I think it was because of what you guys um, experienced and what you guys had to grow up through. Right. And then the fact that he marched with uh, Martin Luther King, I right. think that was one of the reasons why voting mm. was so important to him. And I'm going to have to do better because I do not vote. I don't even know who's running. <laughs> so I'm going to have to do better. Um, but speaking of that, do you remember where you guys met?
1: (laughs) Oh, not really. We actually, we knew each other before we met because we went to school together. Okay. And, um, I used to spend the night at his house with his sister, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: but you know, them old folks didn't allow nothing. (laughs) So he didn't even know I was there. Wow. Uh, we we me and his sister slept in the same bed, same room. Mm-hmm. So you know wasn't no boys allowed even close to the room. Right. So I, I'm I, I think I wanna say, you know, me and him was in the juke house.
0: <laughs> I cannot imagine you <laughs> nor daddy being in the jukehouse. house and for you. Those of you who don't know what the juke house is, <laughs> it's the club these club. days. Okay. Club. They met in the club. Yeah. That's as far as yeah. she can remember. Yeah. They met in the club. And so, um, what type of person, um, was daddy when you guys met, like, what was his personality? Because the, the daddy that I got, the Joe that I got was, is not the Joe husband that you got when you guys first, you know, got together. What type of person was daddy when you guys, you know, call yourself courting?
1: <laughs> well, uh, one thing we, we was always in church. Mm-hmm. I don't care if we went to club and we was in church on Sunday. Y'all yeah, hear that? And we, uh, even after we met, we went to church together. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was, uh, what, what we call him, the cool guy. <laughs> he dressed nice. He uh, always wore suits. Okay, <laughs> And his face out on shoes. And his big hats. <laughs> and and he could drink like a fish. Well, you
0: know. <laughs> we I've heard stories <laughs> of daddy drinking like a fish. I've heard stories. Yeah. So how long were you guys married?
1: About 45 years.
0: 45 years. And you guys have four kids together. And I think your oldest... Um, it, how old was Curtis? Can oh. you remember? Yeah, she don't remember our ages. Daddy uh-huh. was the one who kept up with
1: numbers. Right, he did she, the numbers.
0: <laughs> she did not know I our know ages. I know the birthdays. But I think you guys got married with Lisa, right? Uh-huh. And I know um, she's 52, I think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, around 45 years is how long you, you guys were married. Right. But what is the secret to staying married? Because you guys were married for a very long time. Like, I've seen you guys. I haven't seen, you know, your your downs because when I came about, you guys were in your ups, as far as I can see. But the only down that I've seen was when dad got sick. You know, you had to take care of him. But what's the key to staying married?
1: Communication. We have to learn how to communicate. Uh, A lot of us really don't know how because uh, we talk at each other Mm -hmm. or we fuss at each other. But uh, you got to learn how to talk to each other. Uh, And I always say, if you can remember, we didn't come from the same family. Right. So each family is different. Mm -hmm. So therefore you got to compromise. Right. You got to meet somewhere in the middle. So if if you can communicate, you know, and, Ooh, and not be so hard-headed. You know, we don't listen to each other. You're not my daddy. Yeah. Uh, you can't tell me what to do. Uh, communication is the best thing.
0: So, and I, I guess that's going to answer my next question, because my next question was, why do you think marriages these days don't last? So would you say is the lack of communication the reason why they're not lasting, or what do you think?
1: One is communication. <laughs> the other is... Actually, be, be, be really truthful is uh, we don't we don't love. Mm-hmm. We lust. Mm-hmm. There's a difference in lust and love. Right. And so some of us get married out of lust. So true. So if you get married out of love, you can work things out. Mm-hmm. Because the Bible said love covers a multitude of faults.
0: Right.
1: So if we love each other, we can look beyond a lot of faults.
0: That's true. Um, I I remember talking to someone and I asked, well, she was saying how long her parents had been married, and I think she said fifty something years. And I asked her what did she think the key was, and she was like, I just think they just put up with each other, you know, stuff back in the day. Um, and nowadays, um, the young couple or, um, even the middle age couples, they're not, they're just not lasting or not taking the crap. So she says, "Not taking the crap anymore that you guys took like back in the day." Because I know, you know, you have your stories with dad and um, him being who he was, and you move into Chicago and all that stuff. But would you, would you do it all over again?
1: The marriage. Uh huh. You see how I kind of (laughs) mumbled. I don't think so. I won't say I won't. Mm-hmm. But I don't think so. Not right now. I, I don't think so. Why would you not do it again? <laughs> uh, I don't, it, marriage is a re- big responsibility. Yes, it is. Big. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, I go where I want to go. I eat what I want to eat. I do what I want to do. Go and come when I get ready. But in a marriage, you really can't do that. Right. You know, so in so many ways now, I'm free now. Mm -hmm. But I have to always remember if I get married, I'm not free anymore. Right. Yeah. We have to satisfy each other.
0: So true. And that's, you're going right into my next question. (laughs) My next question says, I know that you are a widow and that you are 79. So with that being said, do you want to be married again?
1: Again, I don't. I, I've been I've been saying that no, mm-hmm. but I, I'm not gonna say no anymore. I'm gonna say I don't know. You don't know, so uh, right, if the right? Right person now, person
0: came, then you would. Right, But right now think I'm that saying you're no. Too old to get married?
1: No. So
0: it doesn't matter what age you are. Right, y'all hear that? Because I think a lot of women, you know, get to a certain age, yeah. and because they're lonely or they're single or right. They feel like well i'm 40 or i'm 50 or i'm 60 or whatever that you know life is over for them when it comes to finding a spouse or right. well when it comes to a man finding them right let me it that way right so but you're saying it doesn't matter what age you are if that's something that you seek then it's still out there and it's still right.
1: available right yeah okay
0: yeah i hear that yeah. so what would be your age right what age what's what man what age range that you want, so I can put it out there so they can see Don't, don't,
1: don't, don't. What, what my hubby you said, don't come for me. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, probably my age or maybe a couple of years older. We don't want them older. <laughs> but they need want, to be a little younger. No. Nah. No.
0: When no. you get older, they're closer to the grave.
1: Yeah.
0: When you get younger, you know, they're they close to, to the grave. Too. <laughs> So, you so 80 or above. Mm-hmm. Y'all hear that? 80 or above with, with some benefits. Right. Yeah, because we ain't got time for nobody. You know, you took care of daddy for a long time. Right. So, yeah. it's time for somebody to take care of you. Exactly. You, you've been doing that for a long time. Like, yeah. I, you've taught me and my sister how to be um, good wives. Right. You know, um, to our husbands because. When when they, when the Bible says through sickness and health or Does the Bible say through sickness and health? That's like a marriage vow. Well, the vow says <laughs> through sickness and health um, to they'll do you part. Yeah. And you really stuck with your vows because daddy was in a really low place. And all he had was you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because right. it was just you and him in the house. Now, he had his kids too, but... Right. It was really just you and him in that house and so you had to watch him go through his ups and his downs right. and you had to, you know, pick him up and clean him and take right. him to the bathroom right. and feed him. You did all of that. Yeah. And because you did all of that, it lets me and my sister know, you know, that you stick it out right. no matter what. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because the shoe could easily been on the other foot and it could have been you that he was taking care of. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. And um So I do applaud you for being a great wife, because you you were that. Um, So let's get into your singing history. When did you start singing?
3: Do you you know?
1: Uh, Oh, as long as I can remember. Um, I'm not sure. I can remember back when I was maybe... Maybe a teenager, might not been that old. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I started kind of playing piano. Okay. And uh, singing at church, you know, with my aunties and my daddy and mm-hmm. stuff. So it, and I, maybe, maybe between 10 and 12, maybe, maybe.
0: Okay. So you, you always going into my next question, girls, like you see in the future. <laughs> so I, I'm asking, who would you say you got your singing? abilities from your mother or your father both really Both. i never heard grandma sing the only thing i heard grandma sing <laughs> is uh mama lullabies baby. mama little baby love shortening shortness mama little yep. baby love shortness yep. that's the only thing i ever heard grandma sing i've never yeah. heard her sing anything else i wouldn't have known that she could sing yeah wow so you it was just you know evident
1: that you was going to sing because both parents On both sides, yeah, parents and the aunts, and you know, okay, on both sides. I didn't know that we, um, uh,
0: with grandma. Well, I didn't, you know, I've never met my grandfather on my side, so I definitely didn't know um, that he was able to sing. Yeah,
1: hmm, yeah, daddy ain't being, ain't shoot. Okay, okay, and then on my mama's side, you see, ain't many, Mm -hmm. and and most of her brothers and uh, sisters could sing. Okay, okay. So both sides of the family could sing. Yeah. And I know that you
0: sang with a group called the Archie Singers. Right. What was that like?
1: I love it. I love it. Those that are living it still, my sisters and my brothers.
0: I know. Shout out to my <laughs> auntie Jeanette and my yeah. uncle Milton. Love you guys yeah. so much. And RIP Auntie Rosie. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, I grew up and I, I didn't get to experience you know, you singing with the Archie Singers right. until, like, later on when you guys would come together and just do stuff. Yeah. But I didn't get to, you know, just really experience that journey because I wasn't born yet. Right. Um, but, um, you guys traveled and everything, right? Right. That, now that is amazing. So how did the Glover Singers come about?
1: <laughs> oh. You take me back too many years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I think we just, I guess started singing together. Okay. Uh, may, more than likely around the house like we usually do. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, all the kids got involved. And uh, we were looking for a musician. We prayed that uh, God would send us a saved musician. Mm-hmm. And it, in the meantime, we already had one in the house, which was Tony. Okay. And we didn't know it. So Tony practiced and he started playing. And then we, uh, it had other people that come in. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's that's really how we got started. And then we, you all grew up singing. Right. Grew up singing. Right. Yeah. From, from <laughs> we laugh when I get with the Archer singers because we laugh because Lisa was little, a little mm-hmm. girl, what, about four, maybe five? And she wasn't i tall enough you to see her singing in church. Mm -hmm. And so Milton would stand her on the table (laughs) and she sing. Oh, my God. I can see her now. She sing. She put one hand on the hip (laughs) and she move and she sing.
0: She still does that. Yeah.
1: And and, uh, Milton say, y'all got to give this baby some money. And people would come up to the table and give her money. And then Tony got jealous. (laughs) Because Lisa (laughs) had some money.
0: That sound like siblings. Yeah.
1: Tony said, you gonna give me some of that money <laughs> for I, doing nothing. I said you didn't sing. He said, I'm gonna sing next time. <laughs> so <laughs> for the money. <laughs> yes. So we moved on. So, you know, I and I enjoyed that too. We uh our family had really a really good time together. Like we do now every now and then mm-hmm. now we sing together.
0: So who were the first initial glover singers?
1: Uh on that picture I believe. Must have been uh me, Sheryl Wilson, mm-hmm. uh, Lisa, okay, and Joe. Who, who else was on that picture? Uh, I don't know. But I think I, remember, and, I know the picture you're talking about. Yeah, and then the finally Remember came.
0: seeing seeing Uncle Frank on that picture? Oh,
1: but he was the manager.
0: I said, but I know Uncle Frank can't sing. <laughs>
1: he was the equipment manager and the money manager. Okay, okay. <laughs> we had to watch him because he'd get upset. <laughs> we had to. People wouldn't pay us right he be wanting to whoop him.
0: Yeah, that that sounds like Uncle Frank, because I see him in a picture, but I <laughs> didn't know what
1: his role was. That's what it was. In the picture.
0: <laughs> and uh, my Aunt Shirley, love you, Aunt yes. Shirley. Uh, with her tenor voice. Yes. Um, I came in singing with the Glover singers. I was first singing with Third Generation because right. um Third Generation is her grandchildren. Right. And because um she had me at 40, we're gonna talk about that too. <laughs> but because of because she had me at 40, I grew up with my sibling kids right so we would all um get together and sing and then when i started growing up um i became a glover singer right and um it was fun being able to sing with my parents and my sister and Aunt Shirley, right um i know tony wasn't there no more because he had you know he was married and he didn't stay here anymore well stay in texas anymore so um I i don't know who our musician was besides you i don't think that we oh ernestine
1: yeah ernestine yeah. rock and yeah. yeah hey
0: ernestine hey brenda y'all
1: um
0: but um ernestine rock was our musician for a mm-hmm. while um and then um i think we just kind of just drifted apart after that we supposed to be doing um records i remember right. going to studios and right. stuff like that but we didn't we didn't finish y'all. right we didn't finish um so i'm going to ask you a good question girl, a good one a good one can you give us just a little piece just a little piece of your next in line for your miracle Ooh. first of all y'all before she sings this song um we were at the university of memphis and she was supposed to sing a quartet song first of all he called out the audience she was supposed to sing a uh, quartet song, but she did not. She sang You're Next in Line. Wasn't it You're Next in Line? She sang You're Next in Line for Your Miracle, and baby, the crowd went, wow, okay? This is the song that she always sings, and my husband loves for her to sing this song. Um, but I'm going to let her do a little piece so y'all can get, you
1: know, a little a little of what she got, okay? Just a little piece, ma'am, just a little piece. Yeah, she got me because I ain't got no voice tonight, y'all.
0: Then what you got your tea for? <laughs> you get you a tea right here. I've been sipping
1: it, it ain't working too much. <laughs> <laughs> but it is one of my favorite songs because it ministers to the sick and those that need healing. And uh it lets you know that uh if you just stay in the line,
3: mm-hmm.
1: your healing will come. So I'm gonna sing a very little of it. Have you ever walked a flow?
3: All night long. Wondering how you're going to pay your bills. But that still small voice says, be strong. Sometimes struggle is my will. He says, I'm never late. I'm always on time. Get ready for your miracle. Look, move to the front of the line. Today is your day. Come on, say. Today is your day. Today is your day. Get ready, get ready, get ready. You're next in line for a miracle. Yeah, you
0: did your best singing right there. You did your mm-hmm. good singing. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Like the kids say, you did your big one the that one. <laughs> Look, I love to hear my mother sing, okay? It, I don't care what she's singing. I love to hear her sing. And Next in Line is one of my favorite, favorite songs that she always, always, always sings. Love it, okay? Um, Booker, okay? Booker. Um, so let's talk about your childhood. I know that you said you were raised by your grandmother. Um how did you feel being away from your mom, being away from grandma and being raised by your grandmother?
1: Uh, At first it hurt, but then my grandmama was so, she was so good to me, mm-hmm. you know. She and my granddaddy and I was the only child at the house.
0: Oh, so that was real good for you, huh?
1: And then my, so therefore my dad, uh, sisters, they spoiled me. Mm-hmm. I had everything I wanted to wear and naturally I had what I wanted to eat. So, Right, it, I was I was good.
0: So, um, back in the day, you know, they really didn't talk about things like you know like this or didn't confront their parents, right? Um, but if you had to go back in the t- in time, would you have asked her why, or no?
1: I probably would have. Yeah. Yeah, I probably would have.
0: You know, like I said, back in the day, they didn't really talk. Right. You know, um, to their children, not like, not like this. Right. And um, I was talking to somebody else and I was telling them, you know, now me and you are like best friends. Right. But, you know, back in the day, I couldn't talk to you. Right. And I say right. couldn't. Right. But it wasn't, it wasn't like it is now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because there were some things I just felt like I couldn't talk about. You know what I'm saying? And I should have been able to talk to you about it, but I don't know. I guess, you know, I just feel like that's mama. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to talk to her about the stuff that I go through because that's mama. Yeah. And I didn't know
1: if you was going to whoop me. You remember you had put that hole in my leg? Uh, uh, I don't remember that. (laughs) She tells that all the time, y'all. but (laughs) I don't remember that one. (laughs) (laughs) No,
0: but. That would have been child abuse <laughs> <laughs> no, but I you know it was I tried to change it with my girls to i didn't I don't want them to feel like I'm their friend, right, but I don't want them to go outside and talk to people when you know they have me to talk to because you can go outside and talk to people and they give you bad advice right you know what I'm saying, and then you talk to people that want to see you fail right. Or I want to see you go out there and do something that, you know, could possibly change your life for the worse.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so now I'm really grateful for the relationship that I have with you. I mean, don't get, no, let me put a, a pin here. There was nothing wrong with our relationship. Okay. Right. Um, it was just that back in the day, you just didn't talk to your right. parents. Right. Like nowadays, right. you know, that changed. And so I wish back in the day that I had that mindset to talk to you like I talk to you now. Right. You know, Um, so, but what I like with you and grandma is that you never knew, like I would have never known that grandma didn't raise you because of the relationship that you guys had. You know what I'm saying? It was genuine. Yeah. And, it, you could you could feel the love in the room with yeah. grandma and your siblings yeah. and even um, Grandpa Joe, you know. So I would have never known that um, she didn't raise you because of how good you guys' relationship right. was. Right. And why would you say, you know, your relationship with her was so good even though she didn't raise you? Because, you know, you have people now where their mothers didn't raise them and their relationship is horrible. Yeah. But your relationship with grandma wasn't like that.
1: The love was still there. Mm -hmm. And I always taught people like uh, my my, uh, foster kids, I don't care what you do, you can't change the fact Mm -hmm. that that's your mama. Right. And so I always respected her like that mm-hmm. and i knew she loved me so i don't know what happened you know right after she and my dad separated
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, but she loved me and she showed love right and maybe she didn't know what to do
0: right exactly exactly yeah. so um and then you have your other siblings and you guys are close-knit as yeah. well yeah um why do you think your you and your siblings are close-knit even though you know you guys didn't share the same household you know because you teach us as siblings that we're supposed to be close knit and not argue and right. fight and fuss and stuff like that. Although my siblings are way older than me, right? Um, you taught us not to do that. So, what would you say the reason, you know, behind you and your siblings being so close? Because you guys are close.
1: I don't know. Again, it's the love. Mm-hmm. Um, we we just. We just love each other. My mom had what two sets of
3: kids? Mm-hmm.
1: Actually, three. Okay, but we we never called each other half
2: mm-hmm.
1: step. N- none of that. Right. My stepdad had two daughters. Okay. And those two daughters were our sisters. Gotcha. So we just you know we were just family oriented and mm-hmm. we just love each other. Yeah. Still love each other. I'm the only sister, mm-hmm. and and I they, I guess they think I'm the baby. And I'm the oldest
0: one. <laughs> so true, so true. Because um, your brothers they take care of you. Yeah, they they'll call and they take care of you. Like yeah. you said, although you you are the oldest. Yeah. Um. Now, but they they make sure they take care of their sister. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um.
0: So, do you think there was a void in your life being raised by your grandmother? No. No. Um. So the reason why I ask this is because I know you did foster care for a while. Right. Right. And so I wanted to know why you decided to do foster care.
1: Uh, <laughs> one of the reasons is I was talked into it mm-hmm. because uh, I guess the way I treat people. Okay. Uh, you know, the lady that Miss Jane used to belong to our church, mm-hmm. she was over the foster care kids and she asked me, and my husband, to be foster parent. Okay. And that's how we started. I won. Gotcha. But we ended up with a lot of them.
0: You did. Um, there were so many foster kids that came through the house. Yeah. I really can't really remember all of them right. because I was so young when we right. you started. Um, so I really can't remember who all came through the house, but um when I got older I kinda remember some of them. Right. Um and we, we you did have some good ones and you had some really, really bad ones. Right. You know. Um so like I said, I saw so many things and experienced, you know, a lot of stuff. And I know you experienced a lot right. of stuff and saw things, um, you know, when it came to the foster care in that system. And my question is, your heart is so big and it still is. But, like, why is it so big when it comes
1: to children? Because that's who you dealt with. I don't know. I uh- don't one thing I look at, uh, mm-hmm. the parents, mm-hmm. the kids uh, don't have the right type of parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get mistreated by the parents and the parents' boyfriends and mm-hmm. girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to look at a child being mistreated. Yeah, you know we remember we got some foster kids in that had burnt. Uh, mm-hmm. Iron on their behind, uh, mm-hmm. uh, scars in the stomach where they had whipped them with a belt buckle. Right, you know, and we got, you know, we had all these kind, and these were m- babies almost. Right, right, you know, and so you kind of, if you got any kind of, conscious, mm-hmm. you feel sorry for those kids. But I remember I went to court with. They gave me the worst kids, mm-hmm. boys. Yeah, in the system. I remember mm-hmm. that. And when I went to court and the judge asked me, how do you change these kids? Mm-hmm. They come in, in foster care one way, uh, cursing and, you know, clowning. And, uh, and remember, I had a rule in my house. You can't curse in my house. Right. And but when we go back to court, he said, how do you do it? I said, one of the things is I got God in my house. Mm-hmm. And the second thing is I show them love. Right. They need love absolutely they they'll they, they will completely change
0: absolutely, and I agree to that, and I think um that's that's what's wrong with our world today um and the kids that's growing up in this world right um a lack of love that's that's one thing, and a lack of attention right um from their parents right. or from who's ever raising them or whatever, and then they go and seek that love and attention elsewhere in the wrong place, yeah so um I agree with that. It was just I guess it was kind of difficult to see because I I saw a lot yeah. um happen with you and um with you you know getting mistreated and stuff right. like that. Right. But um you are a very very strong woman. Like I'm I'm going to go ahead and say that. You're a very very strong woman. The on, I think I've only seen you cry maybe once or twice. Um uh, we talk about this all the time me and my siblings because you are so strong even with the losses that you've experienced with your husband right. and then your son. Right. Um, you, you still holding up and you're still strong. What makes you
1: strong? My strength comes from God.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: because I always, you can tell them what you want and I always tell them what I want. Yeah. You know, when I see I'm going through these situations, I say, God, you know, you give me the strength to do this. Mm-hmm. If you give me the strength, I can do it. Yeah but uh scripture says i can do all things through christ through christ that strengthens me absolutely that's where my strength comes from
0: Well, i hope i'll be strong like you one day cuz I, I i believe that i'm strong but you know sometimes i have my weak moments yeah. you know what i'm saying <laughs> but um um we're going to get into the last part of our of my podcast and the last thing i want to ask you i want you and not I don't want you to think hard on it okay I need you to name at least five things that you want to see happen in your life before the year is out. We're in October.
1: You're right. (laughs) That's short.
3: (laughs)
0: We're in October. Oh. Because I believe in affirmations. Yeah. And I believe, you know, if you put it out there, you know, God will return it to you or send it to you. But what are are some of the things that you want to see before the year out?
1: Oh that's kinda hard because the Man, reason is think about it, it. the reason is hard because you all treat me so yeah, my children take care of me we so don't. I can't want for too much, so true. you know, so yeah, you all don't let me want for nothing, yeah, so that's why I say it's kind of hard, but uh I don't know one of the things uh I pray that my health continue mm-hmm. or or even get better, mm-hmm. you know. Um. Uh, the other thing is, I want to be able to spend more time with my children, like go to Lisa's and spend time, and go to Tony and mm-hmm. spend time. Just go, you know, yeah, and and spend more time with them. Uh, two. <laughs> I don't know what the other three could be. I don't know. Cause, like I said, I'm doing, I'm doing good. hmm So, good. if there's something that you could change, what would it be?
3: No, don't know, I don't need to
0: change much. Well, not not with you. <laughs> Let's say in this world, if there's something that you could change in this world right now, what would that be?
1: See, people love more. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. I think if they love more, it wouldn't be all this killing. I I, I agree. You know, it's yeah. too much killing. It, it's funny why I say it, but I have people laughing. I say, when Jesus comes back, I ain't going to be nobody for him to come back for. So true. <laughs> because so they kill enough for everybody to be gone. Yeah you That's know so, true. so so if we had more love in the world mm-hmm. it would be a better world
0: so you guys hear that if we had more love in the world it would be a better better world yeah. you know what i'm saying and yeah. i totally agree with that i hope you guys enjoyed tonight's podcast because i really did okay and if you did let me know that you did okay we're going to start having guests on here every week. And y'all know how it goes down Monday night at 8 p.m. I need you guys to tune in, okay? We love you guys and thank you guys for joining Talia Space. Love you.
2: Bye bye.